expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with the Easy News. The TIEX opened down 20 points this morning from yesterday's close at 13,703 on turnover of 3.01 billion NT. The market lost ground on Thursday following a decline on Wall Street overnight on the back of anxiety over the economic fallout from rising coronavirus cases in both the U.S. and Europe. Deputy Defense Minister Zhang Zhiping says a long-endurance unmanned aerial vehicle being developed here in Taiwan will begin production by 2024. According to Zhang, the Tunyun drone is still in the system integration process, and many critical parts, such as its radar, are being manufactured locally. Zhang says the production time frame has been scheduled for 2024 because of procedural matters and not because of technical issues, and the Air Force also has to make a series of operational evaluations before the Tunyun can enter full production. The drone was developed by the National Zhongshan Institute of Science and Technology, and a prototype was first unveiled in 2015. The Tunyun has been designed to conduct both day and night surveillance and reconnaissance missions. Meanwhile, the cabinet is seeking to take action to help students at private schools facing pending closure due to a lack of new enrollments. According to Premier Su Chen-chang, a draft bill has now been passed that will help such schools gradually seize operations and subsidize students' education, accommodation, and transport costs. The bill also seeks to pay the salaries and labor insurance of members of the faculties at the private schools facing closure due to dwindling student numbers. The move comes after the Department of Technological and Vocational Education released figures showing that more than 30 private high schools and over 10 universities are currently suffering from what officials are describing as mild funding problems. In international news, China's state-owned pharmaceutical company claims nearly a million people in the country have been administered an experimental coronavirus vaccine candidate under the country's emergency use program. Patrick Falk reports from Beijing. China's emergency vaccine program was rolled out in July. It includes three candidates, two by Sinovac subsidiary China National Biotech Group, as well as one by the privately owned Sinovac. Sinopharm's candidates use inactivated virus to trigger immune responses and require two doses. It's not clear which of the two Sinopharm was referring to. Meantime, the head of China's Center for Disease Control and Prevention has raised doubts about the candidates by Pfizer and Moderna. The two developers announced earlier that both their drugs proved to be more than 90% effective. China and Russia are the only two countries that have permitted emergency vaccine use programs. Patrick Falk. Beijing. 
Italy's special commissioner for the virus emergency says a significant number of Italians who want to be vaccinated against COVID-19 should have received their shots by next September. He says Italy is set to receive 3.4 million doses of the Pfizer vaccine in the second half of January through the European Union's purchase program. The commissioner says that's enough to provide the requisite two doses to 1.6 million of Italy's 60 million people. He says elderly Italians and individuals with the most risk of exposure would get first priority during a voluntary vaccination campaign. And Britain's Queen Elizabeth II and Prince Philip are celebrating their 73rd wedding anniversary today. For the occasion, the royal couple have released a photograph of themselves, opening a card from three of their great-grandchildren. Elizabeth was only 21 when she married Philip at Westminster Abbey in 1947. She has been queen since 1952. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again Monday for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun.